Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. What is going on, everybody? Welcome in to Underground Sports Philadelphia, episode number 415. It's KB coming at you with a Sunday night solo dolo show. We got a lot to get into with the Phils, the Sixers, the Eagles have a new linebacker, and it's like Howie Roseman spending money on a linebacker. What year is it? And of course, uh, going to get into one of the wildest moments on TV of the year in a fun Twitter night uh, from the Oscars. But before we get started, some housekeeping. Make sure you're following us on social media at UndergroundPHI on Twitter and Instagram. Follow me at KBIZZL311 on Twitter. Follow Matt at Matt Casarina. Check out the website UndergroundSportsPhiladelphia.com for all of our written content. Subscribe to the podcast feeds, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews. Uh, the more of those that come through on Apple Podcasts, the more it hits the algorithm, the more people find the show, and it really helps us out. And of course, subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel. Guys, we're 25 subscribers away from you getting full video episodes of all of your favorite Underground Sports podcasts throughout the week on our YouTube channel. So go subscribe now uh, so you don't miss out on any of the content. We got a lot of stuff coming through the pipeline over the next couple of weeks that you are not going to want to miss. So go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash PHI and twitch.tv slash PHI so you can watch every single Wednesday night live show with myself and Matt. Uh, for your viewing pleasures. But before we get started with all the content, big thank you to our sponsors who make this show happen. Main Auto, LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Mark Ronchetti, CPA, LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. And of course, the boys over at Tomahawk Shades. Use our promo code USP for 25% off your entire order at TomahawkShades.com. That's the sunglasses, the blue light glasses, everything in between. Summer's right around the corner. Get styling and profiling for summer 2022 with our pals over at Tomahawk Shades. Use code USP for 25% off your entire order. The pals over at Kenwood Beer. Go to KenwoodBeer.com and use the Kenny tracker to see who's got Kenwood Beer on tap in the Philadelphia area. you got to be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly so the boy's home he is officially a philadelphia philly nick castellanos he made his debut spring training debut i should say on sunday uh against the blue jays and <laughs> it never fails it never fails nick castellanos and tragedy and and unfortunate events never cease to coexist phillies did win this game 10-5, to five, the bats were out, Bryce Harper was smacking dingers 
left and right uh, to kick off this game, but Nick Castellanos gets his first hit when the broadcast is talking about the Blue Jays hitting coach uh, getting a DUI. And I was like, you just can't script it. You just can't script it. It's just incredible. It's absolutely impeccable. Um, I just love that he's here. The Phils went deep five times in this game. Um, just awesome stuff to to see. You know, you want to see this team hit. You want to see them uh, produce with the amount of talent that they have. Yes, it's spring training, but you want to see these guys, you know, start to ramp up and and really take this thing to the next level now that we are, you know, one, we're, we're in the final full week of, of spring training games now. And, uh, you know, before you know, it, it's going to be April 8th and the Phils are going to be playing against the Oakland athletics at three Oh five PM Eastern time at citizens bank park, which Matt, myself and Sarah might be at. So we'll let you guys know about that potentially by like next week. Um, we're trying to hit up opening day again for the first time in a long time. Um, but I'm just excited about this Phillies team. I know like it, it, it is tough to really conceptualize how you feel about them because of the pitching situation and because of the bullpen being what the bullpen has been over the last half decade or so, um, in terms of just like poor construction and not enough attention to detail and you know, just throwing things at a wall and seeing if they'll stick over the last three years, especially. Um, but I mean, if this team can go out there and they can hit and they can produce runs and, you know, if say one guy slumping, another guy picks it up, you, you can win games by out hitting that. That's a a proven fact. You got to score runs to win in, in major league baseball. So if the Phillies can go out there and you know put up six, seven runs a game consistently with the offense that they have, especially one through six, and you know now you have Matt Veerling looking like a legit center field option. I mean, Didi Gregorius at the bottom of the lineup is not terrible. Alec Bohm at the bottom of the lineup is not terrible. His swing has looked a lot better recently. It's just nice to have a little bit of excitement. Like, you know, going into the past couple Philly seasons, like, oh, we have reservations here, 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 and here. Now it's really just one spot in on this team, and it's it's the bullpen once again. So we'll see what this team can do. I mean, I'm, I'm super excited to just watch them play and, and see what they bring to the table um, because there's a lot to be hopeful for. You know, there is hope with this team. It's nice to have hope about the Phillies again. Um, because since we've started this podcast, like, throwback to 2018, I'm, like, pounding my hand over fist for this team to sign Jake Arrieta. <laughs> like, think about how far we've come just since 2018. Um, I mean, it would be nice if we could get another pitcher on this team, but Zach Eflin looks like he's ready to rock and roll, and that's exciting. And then you have Zach Wheeler, Aaron Nola, Ranger Suarez, uh, and Kyle Gibson. But overall, I mean, this team is is going to be what it is for now. And I think the trade deadline and throughout the season, you could see some other moves be made. Uh, I would also love to see Mickey Moniak make this team as, you know, the center field option, uh, platoon or a bench piece, and you just get number 37 completely out of here when he comes back from the injury he sustained. Um but, I mean, 
I'm I'm very optimistic and very excited about the Phillies. Looking at some of the fun props that are available, which you guys can go to playpickup.com. The NL East run differential props will be up this week, but go to playpickup.com. Start playing the hottest headlines in sports. Uh, They're all created by content creators, bloggers, podcasters, just like me. Uh, and of course, when you when you get your props correct, which anybody can play, it's free to play. When you get those props correct, you earn points on your fan profile, and you can cash them in for prizes on the pickup marketplace. So go to playpickup.com now and start hitting those headlines. Looking at win totals here for the Phillies on an unnamed sports book because they do not advertise with us. The Phillies win total over under is eighty five and a half. I'm like really, really convinced that I, like I'd feel comfortable hitting the over there. It's even odds both ways, um, and then to make the playoffs for the Phillies right now, yes is plus a hundred, no is minus one twenty two. I mean, looking at Major League Baseball, let's see. Let's look at just the teams in Major League Baseball in the National League because that's really all that matters for the Phillies. You have the Braves who are probably going to make the playoffs. You have the Mets who may make the playoffs. So that's two. You figure the Brewers will make the playoffs. Potentially the Cardinals will make the playoffs. That's four. And then you look out west. You have the Dodgers, the Giants, and maybe the Padres. The Padres are an interesting case because Fernando Tatis Jr. is going to be out for a while. So let's just say the the, the Dodgers and the Giants right now out west. So we've got six teams already. Seven are going to make it from each league. I think it's going to be a dogfight between the Phillies and the Padres potentially. But there's a legit shot that the Phillies can make the playoffs. With this expanded playoff format. So, I mean, looking at that at plus 100 is very tasty for a a future that will hit, obviously, down the line. But if the Phillies hit like we expect them to, if Zach Wheeler can, you know, produce just a percentile below what he did last year when he got robbed of his Cy Young, if Aaron Nola can bounce back, if Zach Eflin can stay healthy... Sometimes we all just need to wind down after a long day of enjoying our favorite sports teams go to work. And with the rise of streaming platforms, new TV shows and movies are popping up every single week. And it might be overwhelming not knowing exactly what to watch. Well, that's where streamer season comes in. The exclusive streaming platform discussion podcast for TV and movies on the Underground Sports Philadelphia podcast network. Join me, KB, and a plethora of our hosts right here at USP breaking down all the new TV and movies that you guys should be watching across all the various streaming platforms that are available to the masses. Catch us on streamer season wherever you get your podcasts. There's a legit shot that this Phillies team can make the playoffs, that they can win over 86 games or over 85 and a half, and, and be a playoff team. And with that offense, if, you, if you're hot in September going into October with the offense that the Phillies have on paper, no team is going to want to play them. That's going to be a, a, 
a horrendous matchup for anybody. And I would trust these Phillies bats to to come up big time when you have, you know, Kyle Schwarber, when you have Gene Segura, you have Bryce Harper, Reese Hoskins, JT Real Muto, Nick Castellanos. Like, the Phillies top six is absurd for the first time since 2011. You think back to that Phillies 2011 lineup. 2011 lineup. Let's see here. The Phillies in 2011, this was their lineup. It was... We obviously had the the big guys. You had Ryan Howard. You had... Uh, Chase Utley, Jimmy Rollins. You had Shane Victorino, Hunter Pence, Raul Abanez, Carlos Ruiz, and Placido Polanco playing third base. Like, that was the most loaded Phillies lineup top to bottom that I can remember. And then you had guys on the bench who, like, got hot. You know, you had the John Mayberry Juniors, the Ben Franciscos, Michael Martinez, shout out to Ryan Lawrence. You know, you had some, some guy, Wilson Valdez was there. You had some guys that could come off the bench and just get clutch hits when you needed them to. Um, so, I mean, like, this is the most loaded I remember a Phillies lineup, top to bottom, being in quite some time. And if you're not just, like, optimistic about it going into the season, you just hate fun. You just hate fun. And everybody should just be excited that this Phillies team is going to be able to mash all summer long. It's, it's hashtag dingers and vibes. All 2022. To get in the whole podcast hosted by Steve McAvoy and John Mavalia, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Get In The Whole Pod and be on the lookout for a ton of great content keeping you up to date on the world of golf. Releasing weekly a part of the Underground Sports Philadelphia family of podcasts wherever you listen to your favorite shows. So let's dive into our Philadelphia 76ers, and it's brought to you by our pals over at Trophy Smack, our newest sponsor. Guys, Trophy Smack is changing the game for all of your fantasy needs. What is Trophy Smack, you ask? Think back to every fantasy week you destroyed the competition. Remember every painstaking roster move where you made the perfect gamble. At Trophy Smack, they bottle every great moment of your fantasy life and distill it to create the extraordinary fantasy trophies that they that they bring to the table. Cool story, right? Not quite. Your league's been rocking that same tired trophy they found behind the local karate for kids class for years. It's time to change it's time for a change. You pop online to find the most in-your-face trophy to really rub your greatness in. Why do all these boring trophies look the same, you ask? Trophy Smack asked the same thing back in January of 2018 when Trophy Smack came to be. Right around the same time, Underground Sports Philadelphia was ready to take off. And now you're here. Finally, a unique and customizable fantasy trophy to represent your hard-earned victory. Each season, the winner can keep the custom topper and plaque to remember that feeling of being number one. And with the team of creative geniuses over at Trophy Smack releasing new toppers throughout the year, rest assured... Your, uh, your league will thank you for years to come. The exclusive swap tops, four anodized metal column colors, and 26-inch to 56-inch size com- uh, sizes combined 
for over 1,000 unique fantasy trophy combinations. So go ahead, feast your eyes, be the architect of your own greatness, and level up your fantasy smack talk with Trophy Smack today. Shout out to Trophy Smack. Uh, Our link is in the description of... This podcast, it is currently not working, but we are working to figure all of that out. So don't worry, it will be fixed very, very soon. Let me see here, live for the people, actually, if this is working. Click on the link. Yeah, it's still not working, but we will get that situated very, very soon. Don't worry. So let's talk about the Sixers. They obviously lose tonight, as I record this Sunday night, to the Phoenix Suns, 114-104. to It's all good in the hood. Things happen. It's the Suns. They're the best team in basketball. What do you expect? The Suns right now, after tonight, are 61-14. and 14. It's stupid. Um, the Sixers are now 46-28 and 28 in a essential tie for third place in the East behind the Heat and the Bucks and the Celtics. Uh, I think the Sixers are only in fourth place because of conference record, so it's whatever there. Um... But people need to relax. There's way too much talk going on right now about Jason Tatum being the MVP, this, that, and the third. Motherfuckers, listen up. If you have not been watching, the, the, the beauty of Joel Embiid, who is the MVP, by the way. Like, Joel Embiid is the NBA MVP for this season. The beauty of Joel Embiid is you can't just look at the box score and see what he did, and and sure, there's nights where he goes off and it looks incredible on the box score. Joel's off nights are like 22 points, 9 rebounds, and, and 3, 4 assists. Joel is a product of, you need to watch what he's doing on the court, watch how he's making things happen with the rest of the guys around him to really, really appreciate his greatness and what he brings to the game of basketball. It's unbelievable how many people are just like, totally down-talking Joel Embiid after, for the first three quarters of this season, he carried the 76ers on his back, trudged them through the mud, got them to the trade deadline to where they are a team that was a, a desirable destination for James Harden to come here, and now you have two superstars and a potential third with Tyrese Maxey on deck, helping this team get to where they want to be, and that's inevitably hoisting a trophy, shout out Trophy Smack, at the end of the season as NBA champions. The East has never been this competitive as long as I can remember. It has not been this competitive at the top at this point in the season ever. Seeds 1 through 4 are separated by half a game, and seeds 1 through 7 are separated by 5.5 games. It's absolutely bonkos. Like, the the Eastern Conference is so loaded, and people for years have talked about, oh, the West, the West is so loaded. Da, 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 da. I I can probably say three teams in the West are loaded right now. It's the Suns, the Grizzlies, and the Warriors. The Mavericks are fine. The Jazz are fine. The Nuggets are fine. The Timberwolves are playing out of their minds for who was on that team. But it's not competitive. Like the the East. Realistically, there are probably six teams who are still kind of fighting for that one. I'd probably say maybe five teams with the Bulls. I don't know if the Raptors or Cavs have enough juice down this this final stretch of the season with, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, with eight games remaining. It's still possible, but 
I don't know if they have enough juice, but like the top four teams, these final eight games are going to be fighting for the one seed. It's absolutely insane. This is what the NBA needs. Okay, like it's not like the West where the the freaking Suns clinch their clinch like the a playoff berth. They won the division with three or four weeks to go. <laughs> like it's stupid. But people need to slow their roll. Talking about Jason Tatum, Jokic, all this bullshit about people being the MVP. Shut the fuck up. It's Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid's the MVP. You morons need to stop having recency bias about your team's playing well, this, that, and the third. Joel Embiid carried a franchise for three quarters of a season, and then some, to salvage what should have been and could have been a lost season for the Sixers this year because of that doofus Ben Simmons. And yet here we are, this point in the season, who would have thought we'd be a half game out of first? And going into tonight's game against the Suns, we were in first place. Riddle me that, Batman. Fuck your Jason Tatum takes. And go walk it off. It's okay. It's okay to be wrong. It's unbelievable how wrong people are. And just absolutely disgracing Joel Embiid in the process. No pun intended there. It absolutely blows my mind. But yeah, the Sixers lose a tough one to the Suns. They were in it for most of the game. Um, Suns just had enough firepower at the end to kind of come away with things. Um, Tobias had a decent game. The biggest the biggest issue with the Sixers right now as a team, like Joel tonight had, in 38 minutes had 37 points and 15 rebounds. Absolutely fucking insane. Um, the biggest issue right now, I think, one... James Harden is clearly saving a lot of his energy and a lot of his just like stamina for the playoffs, which is fine. The other issue is that you have somebody like Matisse Thibel who played 16 minutes tonight and had three points. No rebounds, no assists. That's a huge issue for this team heading into the playoffs is that you have a, 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 a position on the court, essentially, if you want to split it between Matisse and Danny Green, who are just not scoring for you. Combined, Matisse Thibel, Danny Green, George Niang, Shake Milton, DeAndre Jordan tonight, none of them had double digits. So three, six is nine, 11, 14. Combined, those bench players and Matisse, who I believe started tonight, had 18 points. 18. Tyrese Maxey had 18 on his own. So, like, there needs to be... George Niang has had a slow two last two games... Only two points tonight. Like, they they need to be able to score off the bench. You can't have these nights going into the playoffs. And DeAndre Jordan being your backup center is such a waste of a roster spot. It's unbelievable. I would have rather kept Willie Cauley-Stein. I would rather play Charles Bassey. I'd rather play B-Ball Paul. It's gross that DeAndre Jordan is the backup center for the Sixers right now. But that's where we are, 46-28 and 28 with eight games left to play. This team more than likely going to win 50, which is pretty dope, especially considering like we thought this year was going to be a big down year from last year being the one seed and all that jazz. And now, you know, you're four wins away with, you know, let's see, let's look at the games that the Sixers have left. Tonight, uh, obviously already done, so Mon- or Tuesday they play the Bucks. 
Then they play the Pistons, then they play the Hornets, then they play the Cavs, the Pacers, the Raptors, the Pacers, and the Pistons. There's four wins in there in my book, at least. So the Sixers are going to walk away this year with at least 50 wins, which is pretty freaking cool. Um, Considering where we thought they would be, where things were looking up until the trade deadline, then the deal zone hits, and now the Sixers are fighting for the one seed once again in back-to-back years. And Joel Embiid is the motherfucking MVP. Run and tell your mothers, because it's going down. Embiid is the MVP. Top bins, top tier commentary. Top drawer, upper 90. You already know. You already know. I think that's how it always goes. We went like 45 minutes, and we're at like Chelsea. What are we doing? Um, I'm Dominic Ponteri. I am Matt Kessler. And we are here to talk about Champions League soccer today. Bins time. What's up? We're back. A little bit of Eagles free agency news as well. Kaiser White signs with the Eagles on a one-year, $5 million deal. Um, coming over from the Chargers. I like the move. I, I think he's a, a very good linebacker. He's 26 years old. He's from PA. Um, I, I think he's a, an awesome addition to what this Eagles team is trying to do, uh, at the linebacker position, really reshape the way that we think about it. Uh, last year he's very good in pass coverage. He he's, he has, he's got four interceptions in his career. Uh, you know, he's a four year NFL vet. So I, I like this move a lot. Um, he played safety in college at West Virginia as well. Uh, he was a fourth round pick back in 2018. He's still only 26, which is awesome. Um, you know, I mean, he's a guy that in, in 2021, he had seven tackles for loss. He was one of three NFL players to have a sack, multiple force fumbles and multiple interceptions this season. He tied for the team lead with two interceptions, both against the Ravens in week six. This is all from the Eagles website, by the way. Um, White was the first Chargers linebacker with multiple picks in a single game since 2008. He forced two fumbles in week one against uh, Washington, which is the most by a Charger in a season opener since at least 2000. Um, I still think the Eagles could draft a linebacker. You think about the linebackers this team has now. Um you know, he's he's got a room now. Kaiser White, T.J. Edwards, Davion Taylor, and Hassan Reddick. 
along with, you know, Sean Bradley and a bunch of other guys that are on the practice squad, Patrick Johnson, Jacoby Stevens, guys like that. And I mean, he began his career because your white did as a four, three linebacker and then transitioned inside in a three, four defense that the chargers had last year. So, I mean, he's versatile. He's a Swiss army knife. He's very good in pass coverage. And I think that's something the Eagles were lacking a lot last year and in years past at the linebacker position. So it really is going to help them a bunch. I don't think I've seen so many guys like the Eagles have signed three guys with ties to Philadelphia ties to South Jersey. Um, this offseason with Hassan Reddick, Kazir White, and Zach Paschal. All three guys, I've never seen a free agent class so pumped about playing for their new team. Like, it's wild. Like, the statements that these guys have put out, obviously Hassan Reddick has every right in the world to be pumped through the moon. Um, you know, he's through and through from here. Zach Paschal, though, he tweeted... Um, on the day that the Eagles signed him, let's see, pulling up his post here. Here we go. Um, had a whole, you know, thank you and goodbye to Indy. Then he said, uh, with that being said, I'm beyond excited to be a part of the Philadelphia Eagles. I thank God in his grace and his mercy, uh, for his grace and his mercy. It's time to get back to work and continue to let him lead this journey. Let's go. Hashtag. Go Birds, hashtag Eagles, hashtag Fly Eagles Fly, hashtag Philadelphia. He will be wearing number 11, so Zach Paschal, you have a lot to live up to. Uh, with my jersey analytics, his number 11 is the boys' favorite number, so you got a lot to live up to rocking the double ones in Philadelphia. Um, so Zach Paschal's here, and then Kaiser White, I'm going to pull up his tweet that he posted. Um, let's see here. We all know the traditional Big Four sports and we have our favorite teams and enjoy them each and every week during their seasons. But what if I told you the fastest growing sport on two feet doesn't involve football, baseball, basketball, or hockey? Come join me, Dom Ponteri, and Harrison Kremens as we break down the sport of the future each and every week on the Outside the Box podcast. Talking all things pro and college lacrosse right here on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. So he tweeted, from Plainfield, New Jersey to being raised in PA, now I get to throw that Eagles jersey on for the hometown team. It's crazy how life works. Eagles vs. Lions in the blizzard was my first NFL game ever. It's time to go to work. Sink or swim. Fly, Eagles, fly. Philly, what's up? whole bunch of emojis in there as well. Um, and I think the biggest endorsement I can take away from Kaiser White is Chris Harris Jr., a legend, potential Hall of Famer, in my opinion, tweeted, I'm convinced NFL did not watch Kaiser White play. If Chris Harris is saying that about you, that's a, a huge endorsement. And you're good in my book. So I'm excited to see Kaiser White on this team and, uh, you know, rocking out with the Eagles and just adds to another hashtag from here offseason for the Philadelphia Eagles with Hassan Reddick, Zach Paschal, and now Kaiser White as the three prominent free agent additions for the Philadelphia Eagles. 
So I just finished watching the Oscars and one of the most wild Twitter nights in recent memory and potentially the Twitter night of the year goes down um, as Chris Rock is getting ready to present the award for best documentary. He's doing his whole bits and jokes and everything. Makes a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith um, talking about G.I. Jane and It was news to me tonight because I'm not that tapped into, like, the celebrity world like that outside of, like, TV and movies that I'm watching and everything for streamer season. Um, But Jada Pinkett Smith has been dealing with alopecia, which I have a very close friend who deals with alopecia. Um, It's basically when you lose your hair. And, you know, it can be tough. It can be a confidence killer for a lot of people. And uh, she's been dealing with that since 2018. And Chris Rock makes a G.I. Jane 2 joke um, that, oddly enough, Will Smith in the video is, like, laughing at. And then Jada Pinkett Smith has, like, you know, demonized right at Chris Rock. John Boy did a whole breakdown, and at some point when the camera switched back to Chris Rock, something happened, and Will Smith goes up on stage, open palm slaps Chris Rock, Tells him to keep his wife's name out of his fucking mouth twice. Um, Just a wild Twitter night. Chris Rock absolutely ate it and continued to go on. I'm not here to say, like, pick and choose sides. What Will Smith did in terms of, you know, actively hitting somebody in public and, you know, in the viewing eye that's televised and everything like that is a wild move. Chris Rock to go out and and make a a quote-unquote joke the way he did about Jada Pinkett Smith and something that she's been dealing with personally is a wild move. Um, Overall, just one of the most wild Twitter nights in recent memory. Uh, That was like a vintage Twitter night, and I mean, both guys were wrong, let's be honest. I mean, Will Smith was doing what he was doing to defend his wife, did he have to go up and slap somebody? Does Is it the best way to handle something with violence in terms of, you know, standing up for your significant other? In my opinion, no. Um, but did Chris Rock have to say what he said? Absolutely not. And it's, it's one of those things where you just got to toe the line and, and really figure out, you know, all the details. Chris Rock not pressing charges, according to the LAPD. So there's that on that. Um... But yeah, just an absolutely wild Twitter night at the Oscars. And uh, hopefully you guys placed all your bets and everything where you can place Oscars bets with Christian's Oscars predictions because he only missed one. And he had one in his uh, his sleeper that actually won. So, I mean, Christian knows what he's talking about when it comes to the Oscars. So, shout out to him. One last bit of news here, guys. Make sure you're right. If you're in the area, if you're in South Jersey, we want you to come out. We are hosting... The very first Get in the Hole podcast live event, April 10th, for Green Jacket, our Green Jacket watch along, our watch party, is the first of its kind. It's the inaugural Green Jacket watch party uh, presented by Underground Sports Philadelphia at the Double Eagle Saloon in Vineland, New Jersey. Stephen McAvoy, John Mavelli, myself, and hopefully the rest of the crew that's down here in South Jersey. We're going to be at the Double Eagle. We want all of you to come out. We are going to be watching along for Master Sunday. Uh, you know, 
I'm sure the boys will be betting on the game. We're going to be commentating on what's happening. It's going to be an electric environment. We want as many people there as possible. Just having fun, having a good time, hanging out at the Double Eagle on Sunday, April 10th for the Masters. Then, April 11th, the Monday, we are going to be at Eastland Golf Course for the grand reopening of Eastland's new, newly renovated nine-hole course. It's going to be awesome. We're going to be doing live podcasts. The boys are going to be playing the course, doing hole-by-hole breakdowns. We're going to be filming it. It's going to go on our YouTube channel, potentially getting some of our sponsors on board with that as well. Allegedly, Dick Vermeil is going to be in the building. Eastland Golf Course, we want everybody there. Come play the course. Come hang out. It's going to be an incredible time. The weather should be good. It's April. We're going to have a blast. I'm looking at the weather right now. We're going through here on the forecast. 50s and 60s and 70s all through the next couple weeks. It's going to be amazing. I'm so excited for this. We want as many people there as possible. Come have a good time. Take a mental vacation. Take a literal vacation from work on the Monday and come hang out with your boy, the rest of the Get in the Whole podcast crew, and all of your favorite underground sports Philadelphia personalities that are in the South Jersey area. We want to make this thing big. We want to make Green Jacket watch parties uh, an annual thing. Um, So come on out. Come hang with us. Come talk with us. We're going to be doing live podcasts. Like I said, it's going to be an absolute blast. We don't want you to miss it. So April 10th, we're at the Double Eagle Saloon for Masters Sunday. On April 11th, we're at Eastland Golf Course for the grand reopening of Eastland's newly renovated course. You don't want to miss it. We're looking forward to it and can't wait to see everybody out there. That's all I got for you guys. Make sure you are following us on the socials at UndergroundPHI on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com slash UndergroundSportsPHI, Twitch.tv slash UndergroundSportsPHI. Follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. Follow Matt at Matt Castarina on Twitter. Check out the website, undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com, for all of our written content. And subscribe to the podcast feeds. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews. Let me know how you feel about Nick Castellanos being a harbinger of doom once again. Uh, you know How you're feeling about the Sixers team. How much you want to say fuck you to all the people doubting Joel Embiid being the MVP. Anything else in between. Welcoming Kaiser White to Philadelphia, all that good stuff. Five stars only because we have standards. We know you do too, and we know they're five stars. Uh, be sure to subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel. 25 subs away, guys. That is nothing from getting full video episodes of your favorite Underground Sports Philadelphia shows on our YouTube channel. Big thank you to the sponsors who make this show happen. Main Auto LLC, Douche Arms Pro, Foot Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Mark Ronchetti, CPA, LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. And of course, the homies over at Tomahawk Shades, the best small batch eyewear in the game. Go to TomahawkShades.com, use promo code USP for 25% off your entire order at TomahawkShades.com. The fellas over at Kenwood Beer. The Kenny tailgate's going down April 2nd, this Saturday, before the Hornets game at the Wells Fargo Center. KenwoodBeer.com. Use the Kenny tracker to see who's got Kenwood Beer on tap in the Philadelphia area. you got to be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. That's all I got for you guys. This has been episode number 415 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. 
I'm KB. We'll catch you guys live on Wednesday night. Talking all things Philly, Sixers, Eagles, maybe Flyers. Uh, and, of course, Survivor as well. But until then, I am signing off. Peace.